man in the name of Jesus, giving him praise, giving him honor, magnifying him, lifting up the name of Jesus in this place. In the oh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, glory to your name. Oh, Father, we bless you, we magnify you, we adore you in this place. You are the King of glory, the great I am. Oh, blessed Savior, our sovereign Lord, we worship you and we magnify you. Oh, we lift you up in this place in the majestic name of Jesus, giving you the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, blessing you with the fruit of our lips because no one else hallelujah nothing else deserve our glory deserve our glory deserve the praise but you oh god we worship you we magnify you you are phenomenal you are mighty you are holy god and we bless your name your righteous god hallelujah thank you we thank you you are faithful majestic you are our rock our strong tower hallelujah our shield and our buckler oh we bless your name in this place in the majestic name of jesus oh yes we give you glory around the world throughout the nations in the majestic name of jesus hallelujah 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 thank you father have your way in this place on tonight glory 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 have your your way oh god in the lives of your people wherever they may be around the world throughout the nation let your glory rise up in that place let your glory rise up in this broadcast god in the majestic name of jesus breathe on us Oh God, on tonight, breathe, oh Lord, hallelujah, as you breathe upon us. Oh Father, let the weak be strengthened. Let the sick, oh God, become well, Lord. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord, in this place, in the majestic name of Jesus. Hallelujah, we thank you, Lord. How for what it is that you are about to do in this atmosphere, what you are about to do in the lives of your children around this world. We thank you, Lord, that your glory, Lord, your presence, oh God, that your power, oh God, is meeting your people right where they are and encapsulating them, oh gracious King, and causing everything that is not like you, my God, to be removed from their atmosphere, to be removed, oh God, hallelujah, from their lives. We bless your holy and righteous name in this place, oh God, that strongholds are being broken, hallelujah, thank Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. The chains are being destroyed, oh God, all for the lives of your people through that in which you are about to release on tonight in their very lives. We thank you, oh God, even for the speaker on tonight, that Lord, that you would anoint her afresh, anoint her anew, God, in this place as she speak from the throne in the majestic name of Jesus, that our ears will be very sensitive to 
what it is, oh God, that you are releasing uh, to your people uh, in the seven continents of the world. Uh, in the majestic name of Jesus. Uh, and that Lord, as she opened up her mouth, uh, that words of penetration uh, and activation, oh God, uh, will begin, oh God, uh, hallelujah, Lord God, to be released in the earth uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, and the hearts and the mind of mankind is changed. Uh, and, uh, and Lord God, and begin to rearrange uh, and line itself up with your very word uh, in the majestic name of Jesus. Uh, that everything that is dead, oh God, uh, that it will become to life. Uh, that life will begin to spring forth. Uh, that even as God, the words released out of her mouth, oh God, uh, that the resurrection power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ uh, begin, oh God. Hallelujah. Re resonate, oh God, uh, in, the, in the majestic name of Jesus. Uh, that the dead, oh God, in the name of Jesus, uh, will be revived in Australia. Um, will be revived in South Africa. Um, will be revived, oh God, in South America. Will be revived, oh God, in Asia, in Europe. Uh, will be revived, oh God, in Antarctica. Uh, that it will be revived, oh, revived, oh God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord God, North America, that it will be revived, oh God, uh, throughout this world uh, in the majestic name of Jesus. Uh, that Lord God, that your children, uh, hallelujah, glory to God, uh, that they would be revived, oh God, uh, that they would be refreshed, oh God, uh, hallelujah, God, uh, and that, oh God, uh, that they will come out, oh God, uh, of their grave clothes uh, in the majestic name of Jesus. Uh, in this night, oh God, uh, that Lazarus will come forth, oh God, uh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, uh, from out of his brother graves, uh, and my God, begin to live with you, uh, begin, oh God, to live in the power of the Holy Ghost, uh, in the majestic name of Jesus, uh, that life, that life, that life, oh God, uh, and life abundantly uh, will begin to manifest in the life of your children uh, around the world, throughout the nation, and in the in the majestic name of Jesus, glory to your name, O God. We thank you, Lord, that health is being resurrected on tonight, that marriages is being resurrected on tonight, that finances are being resurrected on tonight, that confidence is being resurrected, that self-esteem is being resurrected, O God, that relationships are being resurrected, O God, and most importantly, O God, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glory to God that the relationship between you and Lord God, your beloved, are being resurrected and restored on tonight in the majestic name of Jesus. Oh, have your way, have your way, have your way, God. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for your spirit, oh God, just flowing through the airways in the majestic name of Jesus, taking over these network systems. Oh, gracious King, we thank you, Lord in the majestic name of Jesus from the north, the south, the east and the west. Oh God, that you're calling your people, Lord, into this broadcast so that they may be revived, oh God, so that they may be resurrected, God, in the majestic name of Jesus so that they can go in their perspective places, oh God. Oh my God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And begin, oh God, to call life to come forth in the name 
Jesus in the resurrection power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Have your way, God, in this place in the majestic name of Jesus. Hallelujah, we give. Hallelujah, we give you glory. Hallelujah, we give you glory, God. We give you praise. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In the majestic name of Jesus, glory, glory, glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Glory, glory, glory to God. We want to welcome each and every last one of you to amen the kingdom international intercession work of empowerment broadcast hallelujah glory to god i am your host apostle deron Zorn. amen and i bring you greetings along with our amen our host amen glory to god prophet william rogers amen the voice of thunder hallelujah thank you jesus and we are divine order restoration ministries international where we are restoring the order of god one life one body one nation at a time and it is truly an honor and a privilege to be in the presence of god with each and every last one of you Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us in the totality of the church series. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. On tonight, we're going to be dealing with the church of Sardis. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory to God. I'm going to introduce amen our speaker on tonight and after her introduction we're going to have a song of worship and the next voice that you would hear will definitely be our dynamic amazing powerful anointed hallelujah minister of the gospel of truth amen in the majestic name of jesus glory 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 be unto god in this place Amen, amen, and amen, glory to God. This dynamic uh, woman of God, she is, amen, a teacher at heart. <laughs> a teacher at heart in this gospel of truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. She is a licensed minister. She has a bachelor in business. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. She is, amen, from Indiana, Indianapolis. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. She was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. She have a love and a passion for God's people. She is one that sees a need, amen, and and need it 
she has been called to the ministry to see the underprivileged thrive. She hates seeing people living underneath their royalty or underneath, amen, glory to God, who it is that God has called for for them to, to be. She is very, very passionate about the word of truth. Very, very passionate, amen, in the understanding of God's people. In learning the truth of God's word. Because she understands that knowing the truth is what people need so that they can be set free. So that they can begin to thrive. So they can begin to thrive and live the life that God intended for them, that life that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ uh, uh, died so they can have, you know, the abundant life. She is a servant at heart. She's also the mother of six and grandmother of 9.5 grandchildren. And I just want to introduce to some one tonight and reintroduce to others none other than the powerful anointed appointed ordained qualified hallelujah minister of the gospel of truth the gospel of our lord and savior jesus christ none other than minister don cooper hallelujah from indiana indianapolis we give god glory hallelujah for what god is going to release to her on tonight as she teach amen and train us around the world in this mighty word of truth that which brings forth life hallelujah in the majestic name of Jesus so the next voice that you will hear glory to God after our song of worship hallelujah will be none other than Minister Don Cooper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to go ahead and give God some praise in advance. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Because I just believe that there's some dead things in Hallelujah. Yes, God. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Yes, Hallelujah. 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 
Glory, glory, glory.
I thank everybody for being here tonight, and most importantly, I'd like to thank my Savior, hmm, my all in all, <laughs> my reason for living, hallelujah, for blessing me, for calling me for such a time as this. Mm, it's just really hard to fathom that the God that created the universe lives inside of me, hallelujah, that uses me and speaks through me, hallelujah, that speaks through us and uses us, hallelujah, we just ah, never ought to take it for granted, do you understand that he's using us as vessels, hallelujah, using all of us as vessels, hallelujah, for such a time as this, to draw, hallelujah, men to him, same thing the apostles did, we're doing today, he's allowing us to do today, so I just thank him. I don't take it for granted. Hallelujah. I thank him for finding me in the midst. Hallelujah. And I'm so greatly humbled tonight. Hallelujah. So greatly humbled. Hallelujah. So as we continue our series of the uh, churches in Revelation, uh, God gave me the church of Sardis. Uh, yea, the church of Sardis. And many, many refer to this church of Sardis as the dead church, as the dead church. And as I began to read my Bible, it, it calls it the lifeless church. I, 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 I like that a little better, hallelujah, because as I got to reading and as God uh, spoke to me, and this one was of the last hour, Hmm, of the last hour, uh, but he began to speak to me as I began to really read and take in the things of the Sardis church, and for some reason, I wasn't getting what most people got or what most ministers preached on the dead church. It just wasn't resonating with my spirit. It wouldn't let me rest, and it wouldn't give me peace, and I kept researching and researching because I didn't get that they were dead, meaning separated from God, meaning disconnected, meaning going to hell, meaning no way out. Hallelujah. I, I, I just wasn't, it, it just wasn't resurrected. It wasn't resonating to me like that. And I heard it preached many times. This was the dead church. So I began to pray and I began to, and I, I called a, a, a people that, you know, know the word of God. I said, something is, is, is missing. It's, it's not right. It's not, it's not connecting the pieces. I'm, I'm not getting it. So uh, God gave me, not even as it related to the scriptures, he gave me the title, Dead Man Walking. Dead Man Walking. And, and 
in society, in, in, in the U.S., we call a dead man walking a condemned prisoner who is walking to a death chamber or a place to be executed. That's what we call a dead man walking. You dead. You already dead. You've been uh, 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 you've been judged. You've been condemned to death. So even though you're walking, huh? Even though you're walking, your destination is death. So even though you're walking, your destination is death. It also means that again, that someone is soon to die naturally. We're talking naturally here. But I like the metaphor. I like the metaphor in it. Someone who is about to face an unavoidable loss, though the person may not realize it. I love that. I love that. And this is all worldly definitions. We're dealing with the natural right now. But the metaphor, that's what they call, the world calls uh, something that is a figure of speech um, or word or phrase that's applied to something uh, uh, which is not literal. It's not a literal meaning. You know, when I offer you a bag of potato chips and I tell you not to find your mama in it, I'm not actually saying your mama's in my chips. I'm just saying don't take a whole heap of my chips. Get, save me up. Save me some to eat. So that's what the world calls a metaphor. Oh, what's wrong with her? She's salty. No, she don't taste like salt. She's just upset about something. She's sad about something. Hallelujah. So that's what the word calls a metaphor. That's what a metaphor is. And so the metaphor in a dead man walking is it's somebody who is about to face an unavoidable loss, but they don't quite realize it yet. That's another metaphor that they use. Somebody who is um, getting ready to be fired from a job is getting ready to be fired. Everybody knows it but that man. They call him a dead man walking. He don't even know. He's getting ready to face something that's of a great loss, but he doesn't even realize it yet. Hallelujah. And to me, that metaphor aligns uh, uh, with um, and, and, well, let's even take it a little further before we even tell what it aligns with. Um, first of all, there are like 2,900 people, inmates on death row right now, um, about 2,900. And most, what we don't know is that every one of the uh, uh, inmates that have uh, been granted clemency or that have been exonerated have been on death row for more than 20 years, some more than 30 years, before they were uh, found out that, oh, we made a mistake. We made a mistake. You're not the person. So we let you go. So this happens. So they have 20 to 30 years. That God, that they have been condemned by the world, but been given the opportunity to make things right, to get closer with God, if they've been exonerated, if they've been judged unfairly, to just get it right with God, to pray through, to press through. Well, that's what the Church of Sardis is about today. Hallelujah. That's the metaphor. So we're going to go ahead and get into uh, uh, the the word here in Revelations three one through. 
6. And I'm going to go ahead and read all of what it says, and then we'll, get, we'll, we'll begin to search the scriptures. And it says in Revelations 3 and 1, And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hast a name, that thou livest, and art dead. Be watchful, and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received, and you heard, and hold fast, and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Amen. Amen to the living word. Hallelujah. So we're going to go ahead and, and jump in here to the uh the first, the first verse here, and it says, and unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, these things saith he that has seven spirits, that has, that, that the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. Hallelujah. So there's a meaning. Every church opened up. Most of the churches opened up with uh, someone holding a candlestick or a two-edged Lord, but but for the for the the, uh, the word of, of that's being given to the church of Sardis, it says, "He that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars, and the seven spirits of God norm the spirits of God normally represent the Holy Spirit. The seven it seven in the Bible it means complete, it means perfect." In the natural as well as the spirit, come on, that's just all covered. Seven means complete and perfect. So they had, this was a complete uh, uh, angel that was presenting this. And he had seven stars. Stars are those things that light up in darkness. So it was the complete light in darkness. Hallelujah. So this is what the angel was presenting to the church of Sardis. I know thy works, that thou hast a name, that thou livest and art dead. Hallelujah. And I got stumped on this. I kept, I, something, didn't, something didn't work out right. It says that thou livest and art dead. It didn't say thou livest but are dead. Because, see, that's a contrast. But it says you live and are dead. So my mind got to thinking, and I thought about church. I thought about me. How about that? More specific. But how many of us are Holy Ghost filled and not operating in the things that God has called us to? You're living, hallelujah, and are dead. Hallelujah. You're living and are dead. 
How many of us are not walking in the things that God has called us to? How many are not walking in the vision that God gave us? How many of you say, oh, they can do it in the church. I don't have time for this. I don't have time because I got to take Johnny to football. I got to take Beth to cheerleading. And I got a full-time job. I'm working overtime. I'm working another job to pay for all of this stuff that I'm trying to gain. How many of us? are dead men walking? How many of us are the church of Sardis who can truly say, I am where God wants or has called me to be? I am about the Father's business. I am living out the purpose that and the, and the design and the destiny that he has called for my life. Hallelujah. If you cannot say yes to that, you are a dead man walking. It doesn't mean that you're committed to hell. It means that you are not allowing God to be revived in you, to do the will of God. Hallelujah. And then we talk about, so if we talk about dead, we got to talk about life, right? So we can get the fullness of what's being said. And life here represents full quality of being in the spirit. It represents vital power. It represents vigor, fresh, strong, efficient. Existing without purpose in God is not living. You're existing. That's not living. Living is vigor and it's fresh and it's strong and efficient. It's all of those things. And I got to thinking back, praise be to God, you know, you go through seasons in life. You go through ups, you go through downs, you go through uh, want, lack, you go through uh, 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 abounding and much. You go through seasons in life. And so I got to thinking about the time when, you know, uh, uh, God, God filled me and I was excited to go to church. I was just on fire. I was Nothing could stop. I, would, I just love church, and I love to go and be a part and be a midst of uh, 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 the assembly. I, I loved it. I loved. There was an excitement. Hallelujah. There was an excitement, and truth be told, today I wake up every morning, every Sunday, and I go to church. But that excitement, like it was, it's not there. It's not there. Sometimes I have to encourage myself. And I have to, so I, I and we'll, we'll talk about how to perfect that again and how to begin to get that excitement back. Hallelujah. And we can go through and we wake up and we, we, we praise and we worship and we, we pray at church and we, we do uh, uh, our, resp- our churchly responsibility. But is it with freshness? Is it with vigor? Is it with strength? And, 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 and when the devil comes your way, are you quick and mighty to raise up and to cast it out? Or do you stay sick for a week <laughs> before you finally say, I'm just tired. I'm just tired, Lord. Before you really get up the strength to come against it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got we to gotta know that that, that existing is not living. It's not living. 
hallelujah, and, and the, the church of Sardis lost it. They had it, but they lost it. And so that's what the angel is trying to tell the church of Sardis. He's like, you got to get it together. Y'all got to get this thing together. Now, I'm giving you 20 to 30 years as an inmate. <laughs> there was no time put on it. That's a metaphor. But he said that I'm giving you time. But you know what? You never know. You never know when that time runs out. So in verse 2, we says, be watchful and strengthen, and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. See, this tells me that they, they weren't dead, that there were some things that were ready to die. Hallelujah. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. Hallelujah. And a lot of times people think, oh, those are the people. The people, there were some people that were dead. There were some people that was ready to die. And there were some people still living. And, and I choose to think that when I isolate the, the scriptures, I tend to think that those are things within us that you don't see a fire. Those things that you have within you, you got to set a fire to. You can't let them die out. You can't. So when you're, you, you have a, a custom of, of going before the Lord every morning to pray and you get off track for a week or two, it says strengthen that thing. Strengthen that thing. When you found Come yourself on. studying, hallelujah, yes. studying fervently your word of God and you just can't seem to find the time to get into it, you got to strengthen that thing. You yes. got to pay attention because it's ready to die. You got to bring it back up to life. Those things within you, everybody has them. We got to know everybody has them because we ain't arrived. Hallelujah. Search your soul tonight. Search your soul tonight. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. Hallelujah. For I have not found thy works perfect before the Lord. And perfect here is not everything right and, and just perfect and nothing going wrong. Perfect here is that everything has not been fulfilled. Everything, uh, everything uh, the things in you, they're not abounding. Hallelujah. You're not carrying things out. Hallelujah. You're not fulfilling the things that God has called you to. That's, you know, I found your works not so perfect. Hallelujah. And motivation, motivation to me is a good, uh, a, a, a good um, indication of perfectness. Perfectness. It's a good, a, a good read uh, why are you doing what you do? Why do you go to church? Come on, let's be honest. Why do you read the word of God? Let's be honest. Because some people like to read the word of God to uh, find out everything that they ain't. Oh, I don't do that. I don't do that. Okay, yeah, see, I'm right. Well, you know, I'm a little different. I read the word of God to find out what I do wrong. Because I ain't got to worry if I'm doing it right. I don't, I don't have to worry about that. Cross that off. He said, watch for the things that are about to die. Things I'm doing right ain't about to die. So I need to watch and read the word to gain knowledge, to build my faith. Hallelujah. To increase my trust in God, to strengthen me, to keep me discerned, to keep me in a, a position of discernment. These are the things God said, I ain't found you perfect. 
that motivation, why you doing what you doing, yeah, you may look alive, but that motivation behind it, that motivation behind that prayer you praying, the motivation behind that song you singing, is it just to get noticed in church? Is that why you don't do it anymore at home? But it's working in abundance at church and before others? Come on, people. He said, I have not found thy works perfect before God. And three, hallelujah. And it's just like um, he said, be watchful. Doesn't it say, it says, be watchful and be on guard. It is God's will that you grow. The only way you grow is through growing through tests. We as parents, how do we help our children grow? We put them through tests. How do you trust your child with a car? Because you, you've learned that through the times, through the tests, through the trials, they didn't, they either met the, the, the test or they failed it. And if they failed it too many times, it's like, no, he ain't ready for no car. And I ain't talking about the driver's license test. I'm talking about responsibility at home. I'm talking about the way they focus. I'm talking about things like that. We put our kids through tests before we, we release them to give them um, uh, freedom. Amen. To give them freedom. You don't place your four-year-old and drop them off at the zoo and say, have a good time. I'll be back at three. But you do that with maybe a teenager that wants to go to the mall or wants to go to the movie or want, because they've gained your trust. There's something they did that caused you to see that you could trust them doing this. And that's how God operates with us. Hallelujah. We have to be watchful and on guard because God is sending tests our way. And we'll read a little bit more about that in the scriptures as we progress. So in three, it says, remember, therefore, how thou hast received, heard, held fast, and repented. So we know that they, they were lively church at one time. I mean, motivationally. I mean, they were perfect. They were doing the right thing. They had the right motivation. They was on fire for the Lord. And this is what tells us, how do we become perfect in the Lord? How do we strengthen the things that we make? How do we do that? You know, because sometimes, you know, you walk and you think, Lord, I just don't feel you like I felt you before. I don't feel your presence like I did back then. I don't, how do we do that? Well, it tells you here. He said, first, you got to receive. You got to receive my word. You got to receive my instruction. You got to receive my love. You got to receive my power, my rule, my reign. You got to receive me in, in my fullness. That's step number one. Number two, he said, you got to hear. Now, we know what hear means, but, you, but the Bible says, he that has an ear, let him hear. He that has an ear, let him hear. Well, who are those people that have an ear? A person that uh, chooses. And, and, and desires to get an understanding, that they take whatever they hear and they place it in the innermost beings of themselves so that it can manifest and they can grow. That's what 
hearing is. That's the difference between just hearing something and that he that has an ear, let him hear. It's really taking in and beginning to allow that thing to saturate in your spirit so that the Holy Ghost can give you discernment in it. That's the ear that has an ear. We got to have an ear to want to understand, even when it doesn't line up, even when it comes against some of the things that we're doing, even when it doesn't sound right, but it's the word of God. You have to want to understand. You have to want to get it. I remember uh, this takes me back to uh, the time when I was walking in in Christ, and it was when I I first started walking. I started reading my Bible uh, every night when I was 18 years old, and I read my Bible every night, and some things I understood and some things I didn't, but I made sure that I read a, a, a chapter a night. Don't know why. My mama never read. Uh, truth be told, my church never really read. Uh, uh, you know, I went to a dead church, so I, I don't know what unctioned me to do that, but I, I did that thing, and I followed it through from Matthew to Revelation, and I finished it, and I didn't understand it because I came from a dead background, but uh, God put that in me. And and through that, through the, the, the years of of after reading that, I began to change different things. I began to, uh, 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 oh, I had a, um, a potty mouth. I just, oh, my gosh, uh, uh, lived in a rough neighborhood so and, and only weighed 94 pounds. So you, <laughs> I didn't have weight on my side, so you better have something on your side to keep you up, uh, uh, to keep you uh, safe in that environment. And, and I found that in a filthy mouth. Ah, yeah, I could... I I can scare anybody with the words that came out of my mouth. Uh, I I sold wolf tickets. I'm so glad ain't nobody ever called me on the wolf tickets and weighing 94 pounds. But I held to it. There were a couple times I had to raise up and uh, throw a fist or two. But anyway, I had to let go. I had to let go of the profanity. And after the profanity, I had to let go of uh, uh, the the, uh, fornication. I had to let it go, and I began to seek these things and seek, and this was all before um, um, uh, uh, just uh, even being introduced to the, the Holy Ghost, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And so I'm going my way, and I'm, I'm going, and, and so I meet up with a girl. They change my job. I get pushed to another job, and I saw somebody reading a Bible, and we got together, and I'm telling you, um, uh, uh, that, that experience, uh, what what transpired uh, during that time? It was so innocent, and she went to <laughs> she went to a, a, a one kind of church, and I went to another kind of church. And this is what we believe, and no, this is what we believe. And finally, we said, "Look, look, we're going to move all of that out of the side, out to the side. We're not going to let it affect us, but we're going to study the word." We're going to study it, and we're going to see what the Word says, not what people have told us and taught us. We want to know what the Word says, and we prayed, and we fasted. And I'm not talking about for two weeks. I'm talking for years. For years we looked and searched 
and we we began to find and God's truth began to rise up and rise out. And and finally, uh, there was a time when we said, okay, enough is enough. I heard what you said, know what you got. We had to come to oneness with God. So it's like, I don't want to hear any more from you. You don't hear any more from me. And we need to study this word on our own. And then we'll come back at an appointed time. Hallelujah. That's how God works. That's how it wasn't my agenda, her agenda. We were just uh, studying the word of God because we had an ear to hear, to gain understanding. Hallelujah. To gain what is truth. And God brought us together, funny, how things began to line up and line up. Hallelujah. God is good. He who has an ear, let him hear. Number three, he told told Sardis, you need to hold fast. You need to hold fast. You need to tend to this thing carefully, and you need to guard it. You need to guard it. Hallelujah. You need to be watchful. You need to guard this thing. And when you stand on guard, that that just kind of means that you're alert, right? When you're standing guard, it says, you know, hold fast. Tend to carefully. Guard it. You need to guard those things that God has because Satan is shown up trying to take it away. Hallelujah. So I... Let me give another good example for the whole fast. Um, you know, there are certain times when, uh, like I said initially, that there are times when I may uh, fall ill. And, uh, you know, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Oh, and, it, and not only fall ill, y'all, but just start claiming it, right? Just start claiming it, you know? People say, what's wrong? Oh, I'm sick. I think I'm getting sick. I don't know. I, I don't feel good. Just claiming all of it. Just, just walking in and claiming it. Somebody say, what's wrong? You sound, that's my, my boy, it's something. I'm sick. I'm getting, I'm getting something. I didn't caught something. I didn't caught something. You know, and you just, I just claim this, taking it all on me, taking it all on me. But here of late, hallelujah, let something kind of try to attack my body. You know, and now I got, I, I, I raise up. How dare you? How dare you trying to come into the temple that the Most High God lives in? How, oh, no, we can't have it. We won't have it. Get out in the name of Jesus. And I rise, I haven't, praise be to God, have not been ill for about a year and a half. But, but I stand guard. I stand watching. I hate when, when I hear that the saints of God are sick and just raising something up. And I'm like, no. No, no, that can't be. We can't allow it because God has given us power. He's given us authority to use that power so we have dominion over this earth. We got to take dominion. We got to hold fast and guard the things that God has given us because Satan is trying to snatch them. Satan is working at right now, right now. I get right now, Satan and his camp are devising, are devising things to come against you, anybody on this line listening, come against you to steal the word that you are listening to tonight. Right now, they planning it. So you got to stand guard, people of God. You got to stand guard and be ready for it. Hallelujah. You got to be ready for it. So uh, he said, uh, then he said, repent. 
And, and the only way that a person can truly repent is to humble themselves. A proud person can't repent. Oh, that they can and they can as a walking dead man, of course. You know, you can say the prayer, you can go through the prayer. But a proud man cannot repent. So the first thing that you have to do before you repent is you have to humble yourself and allow your natural thinking to be turned and changed to God's will. Hallelujah. So you have to see that I've erred. There's been an error. You have to take ownership. You have to take ownership of it and say, okay, God, I see, I see myself in this. I need your help. Receive, hear, hold fast, and repent. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is Satan's desire that you fail. It is Satan's desire that you fail. It is God's desire that you grow, that you live, that you grow. Tests will come. Tests will come because that's what God does. That's what, what he does to grow us. So he said, he said that he is going to come. He's going to come. And, and, and his, some of his tests can destroy you, but that, that depends on you. So the test, he will come like a thief. A lot of people take this as he will come like a thief and you will die. But I believe he was encouraging the church of Sardis, you can get this thing right because I'm about to send my test. I'm about to send my test. And if you don't pass the test, you know, certain tests can kill you naturally. And it's over. But if you don't stand guard when I send my test, you'll fail it. And we don't know what failure looks like sometimes. Failure can look like suicide. Failure can look like uh, homelessness. Failure can look like uh, depression on drugs, insanity. So we got to guard because we don't know what the test is. Hallelujah. One thing I can assure you, He'll never give you a test that you cannot go through. He'll never send it. He'll never send it your way. You can go through every test God puts your way, and I'm telling you, you can go through any temptation Satan puts in your way. Hallelujah. But it is God's desire that we grow, people of God. We grow in him, that we mature, and he has to do it with tests. We do that with our children. Okay, I'm going to let you go for an hour. See how you do with that. I'm going to let you go for a couple hours. See how you do with that. We do, we do that to our kids. Oh, you messed up. Oh, I gave you an hour, and you think you, you can come back when you want to? So you, you got to start all over again, and you got to let some time go, and you got to walk it again. And sometimes you don't get the opportunity to be trusted in that area again by a parent. Hallelujah. So you've got to be careful. God is not, uh, he, we're not robots. So he gives us a free will. He gives us that choice. We have to stand guard because your test, people of God, is coming. Your test is coming. Your temptation is coming. Be ready. Hallelujah. Be ready. Like he's like the angel was preaching 
to the church of Sardis, be ready. And let's move on to four. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not uh, defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Y'all know it's always a remnant, don't you? Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all know usually the remnant in the church body, the building, that usually those people ain't even liked. You know, or those people are ostracized because the people in the body ain't doing right. And, you know, when you come and you speaking right, don't nobody want you around because then, you know, they just seem convicted all the time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a remnant. There's a remnant. A remnant. There's remaining ones. There's remaining ones with certain distinction. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for letting me walk in your sanctification and your royalty. Certain distinction. And it's a contrast to a specific class. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm not talking about big me, little you. I'm not talking about that distinction. I'm not talking about that contrast. I'm talking about living on a plane that God wants you to live. Hallelujah. I'm talking about doing the will of God even though people persecute you. I'm talking about doing the things that God has called you to do in spite of anyone noticing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In spite. You know, this takes me to an example that was, uh, uh, I was talking to a friend and he said his son had gone out to Hollywood and he uh, had uh, started his acting career and he was going to give that a few years to to see what transpired in that. And uh, if not, I said, uh, you, you know, I said, so he went out there. He said, yeah, God called him out, uh, you know, there and to, to pursue that, to pursue acting. Um, and he's going to come back uh, in a few years. And uh, if it doesn't work out, he's going to go on and go to school or do whatever, you know, the next plan. And my response to him was, if God told him to act, then it shouldn't matter where he does it. So if God called him to acting just because he didn't make it in Hollywood, why doesn't he just come back here and start a, a theater? Why doesn't, I mean, if, he, if that's what God has called him to. See, that's where we get it twisted. That's where all the saints are getting twisted. Everybody want to be famous. Oh, let me tell you how the dead man masked. Uh, uh, getting ahead. I just want to be able to amen, to minister and, 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 and cause the thousands and millions of people that you that you a dead man walking. That's a dead man walking. You are seeking fame. You are seeking fame. Most of them out there, they're seeking to be famous. How do I know this? Because they end up doing the same thing secular artists are doing. They end up on the same platforms with the same view, doing the same stuff, hanging out. Would Jesus hang out with the sinners? He sure did, but what was he doing? He was preaching the word of God. He was preaching the word of God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Don't get it twisted, dead man walking. Make sure that your 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 motive is right in what you do. And I ain't talking now. God will when your motive right, God will exalt you. Yes, He will we put you before great men. But let your don't don't become like this. Don't start off as a life church and become lifeless. Because you get up there and things start to change. Hallelujah. We're not going to be dead men walking. Hallelujah. Everybody other than the sound of my voice, we ain't. We're going to have our motives right. We're going to check them. We're going to guard it. Hallelujah. That's what we're going to do. Amen, amen, amen. And five, it says that uh, he that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. He said, okay, now I'm giving you this warning. I'm giving you this warning, Sardis, and anybody that takes heed, anybody that takes heed to receiving, hearing, holding fast, and repenting, anybody that takes hold of that and and let it manifest and marinate in them and and it comes alive, we're talking about those people. We're talking about that person. Anybody that does that, uh, uh, he says, anybody that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out this name out of the book of life, his name out of the book of life. Hallelujah. But I will confess his name before my father and before the angels. Hallelujah. He said, I won't be ashamed of you. I, I, I'll do it. I, I, I do it. I give you the favor. I give you all of this. All of this is yours, but you got to overcome. You got to grow through the test, and you got to overcome. You got to become a a, a a a a living church again. Hallelujah! You got to become a living church, and then he ends it. Hallelujah! He ends it today, like I end it. Uh, uh, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And this I give to you. This I give uh, to you from God, and I pray, and I'm just, I wrote it down as he, he gave it. God is disappointed because we have, that because he has given us his Holy Spirit, and we choose not to use it. That's the word of God. He, we choose not to use it. And I began to ponder that. How many times do we give our children gifts? And they don't, they, they break it, they don't wear it, they don't respect it, they don't appreciate it. So what do we do the next time? I ain't getting them nothing. No, I'm not doing that. But when we have children that begin to appreciate the gifts that we give, even when it comes to, it's not just mon- uh, 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 material things, but when we give them advice and they take it, or when they come to us for advice, we begin to sow in, and that's the children that we, we form relationships with. It's not that we don't love our children. We all love our children. It's not. But because of how they respond to, to, to the advice that we give them, to the word that we give them, to the things that we give them, that's when we give them more. That's when we exalt. That's when we help them to grow. That's when we lift them up. That's when we give them more responsibility. That's when we, that's what builds our trust. 
That's when we begin to form a, a, a compassion for one another, kind gestures. That's when we begin to want and yearn to spend time with one another. God is saying to us today, he's given us the gift of the Holy Ghost. Use it. Use it wisely. In it is power. In it is life abundant. He did it for you. You not choosing to use it is hurting you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I give you this and I leave. Try God in one area of your life. Not as it relates to one another person. Not, oh, I've been praying for my child. No, in you. In you. Because the word of God said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. We're not putting out a fleece. But it says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Everyone, he that has an ear, let him hear. Try God in one area. One area. Be specific. Let him know. Let them know and see God come through for you. See God come through for you. See it and let it be a faith builder for you. Hallelujah. He that has an ear, let him hear. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you now, God. Lord God, we thank you for your daughter on tonight, God. Lord God, as she has labored in your word, God, and Lord God, giving your words of power unto your people, God. Lord God, we thank you for the strategies released from her on tonight, God. Lord, that your people may grab hold, God, of the words released from your daughter, God. And Lord, allow your word, God, to accomplish that in which it was set out to do, God, through your servant on tonight, God. So, Father, we thank you tonight, God, for Minister Don, God. And, Lord, God, bless her on tonight, God. And, Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, begin to fill her, her cup, God. Lord, as she has emptied out before your people, God. Lord, fill her cup right now, God, Lord, and anoint her from the top of her head, God, to the bottom of her feet, God. Lord, we thank you for the fresh oil, God. You are pouring in her now, God. And, Lord, restore the virtue, God. Lord, that she has released from her very soul, God. Lord, we thank you for the word on tonight, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that your word, God, Lord, will go forth mighty, God, in the hearers on the broadcast, God. Lord, we thank you for the word that has been sent forth, God, to the seven continents throughout the earth, God. And, Lord, we thank you, God, that every word spoken on tonight, God, God, Lord, allow them to go forth, God. And do, Lord, what they shall accomplish here in the earth, God. So, Father, we thank you, God. Cover her, God. Be a fence around her tonight, God. And, Father God, we rebuke any backlash or retaliation, God, that may try to come into her dwelling tonight, God. And, Father, we thank you for the mighty, powerful word, God, that has been released in the atmosphere tonight, God. Now, Father, cover your word, God, 
and cover the carrier of your word tonight, God. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, 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 people of God, amen. Let's just bless the Lord, amen, for the mighty, mighty woman of God on tonight, amen. As God has truly, amen, released a powerful word, amen, from our speaker on tonight, amen. Let's just bless the Lord, amen, hallelujah, for the word on tonight, amen, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. People of God. Amen. We're just going to open up the line. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. On tonight, amen. And we could just come forth. Amen. Hallelujah. And just, amen. Hallelujah. Just bless the woman of God. Amen. On the word on tonight. Amen. Muted. Just, uh, amen. Pour back into. Amen. The speaker, Minister Don, on tonight. Amen. So, people of God, amen. The line is open. majestic name of Jesus. We thank God in this place. Amen for the messenger on tonight. For the message on tonight. Dead man walking. A message to cause us to be revived. To come alive in our purpose and in our very destiny. In the majestic name of Jesus. Glory, glory, glory be unto God in this place. We bless God for each and every last one of you. We want to make sure, amen, that if you are a dead man walking and you're looking to be revived, you first have to have our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so if you are not saved and you desire to be saved, you don't no longer want to be a dead man walking, but you want to become alive. You want to move and operate in the resurrection power of of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word tells us in the book of Romans, it says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, then you shall be saved. Hallelujah. That's all it takes for you to be saved. So if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, hallelujah, then you are saved. Glory to God. So just repeat after me um, this prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, I know that I am a sinner. And I repent for my ways. Forgive me for my wrongs. I believe that your son, Jesus Christ, died for my sin, was resurrected from the dead, and is alive. I thank you, Lord, for sealing me with your Holy Spirit so that I may live and not die. I thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will lead and guide me in all truth and strengthen me in my faith. In Jesus' name, I pray. 
amen, amen, and amen. Now, if you believed in your heart and confessed with your mouth that Jesus is the Son of God and that he died on your behalf and he raised raised up on the he was raised up on the third day by the Lord then you are saved hallelujah thank you Jesus glory 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 to God and so we just bless the name of the true living God in this place definitely 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 connect with us in one moment before we connect we are praying for those who just um, received salvation or for those even under the sound of our voice that you are saved and you just don't have a place that are feeding and nurturing you we are praying in the name of jesus that god take you into a place amen if i lead you to a place that will nurture and mature you in your spiritual walk so that you may be alive and not dead so that you may be the church that's live and active amen in in the earth glory to god to putting god's glory on display as you live intentional on purpose amen and our lord and savior jesus christ oh how we bless the name of jesus in this place and it is in the majestic name of Jesus, glory to God, that we are in this place. Definitely connect with us at www.inthechurch.com. We would love to connect with you. Love to connect with you. And with that being said, people of God, we're going to go tonight in the love, joy, peace, favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus Christ. And it is in his most majestic and holy name that we have convened in the church amen amen and amen to god be the glory thank you jesus hallelujah